0: Gradually. Uh, right. Remember, I gave you the example of how I give you—you you have a seed, right? And you keep watering the seed. Um, and then at first you water it, you don't see anything. But then a little creeper comes out. You're not sure. Maybe it's what you're trying to grow. Maybe not. But it's interesting. And then grows a little bit more and you start having more faith all oh, this this is really the seed thing is really real you put water on it and it grows and and then uh, you know so this what the seed the tree is compared what the analogy is what what you're trying to grow is love for God okay this is that is the goal of yoga the absolute the top goal of yoga is to have a deep loving relationship with God. This is this is the goal of life, okay? It's like Jesus said, my first and foremost commandment is that you love my father with your whole heart, your whole mind, your very being. This is the top goal. This is the your whole heart, your whole mind, everything completely immersed in love for God. Just like when you have when you know you in this world you you fall in love and you can't stop thinking about the person because the thought is the thoughts aren't even in your mind; it's your heart, you know. And the mind is like secondary to that, because your heart's attached to somebody, then your mind's always thinking of them, right? So this is what we're supposed to have with God. This is the goal to have this deep attachment to God. So it's we don't have it yet. We know we don't have it yet because it, we have to struggle to think about God, you know. We have to meditate to think. We have to actually focus our mind, okay, think about God now. You know, think about the mantra now. So we have to make an effort to concentrate. right? So we should know that actually we haven't achieved the goal yet. The goal is when you have to make an effort to not think about God. Just like someone who's attached to his girlfriend or something, or the girlfriend, has to make an effort to not think about her boyfriend. Because right? she's always thinking about her boyfriend. right? So to have this deep attachment to God, that's the goal. Okay. So, uh, and a person who has this is enlightened, fully enlightened. Uh, this is he sees himself as he is. He sees he sees God. He sees all other living beings with perfect vision, understanding who they really are, who God is, who I am, who others are, the world, what the purpose for the world, everything is seen. Per- you know, perfectly clearly, enlightened, not ignorant. So with this attachment to God comes deep knowledge. <coughs> so now this is not something that happens gradually. I mean, this, story, this is right. It's not something that happens all at once. It can, but generally not. Generally, it's something that happens over time, gradually. So just like a tr- you can't f- a tree doesn't just spring up, right? A tree takes regular watering, and and at what point is it a tree? You know what I mean? It's it's always a tree. Yeah, yeah. But it's more and more solid a tree. Yeah. And it's more and more big a tree. Big of a tree, not big a tree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's more and more big, you know. So whatever understanding you have of your relationship with God, to that degree, you're enlightened. You see. So you, you know, if you understand this, okay, I'm not the body. The goal of the goal of life is to have a deep loving relationship with God. If you, if you, at least, you know, even even if you just philosophically or, you know, accept it or, mentally understand it, then you're more enlightened than somebody who doesn't have it, right? So someone who who knows less than you can be can learn from you right this this process of bhakti yoga of cultivating love for God is a science, and there's many many stages and it's all been laid out it's all like all the previous yogis have have laid it all out in many many writings and you know at this at this particular stage, you experience these types of symptoms, and at this stage there's these types of symptoms and so on so in the highest stage uh the you know, a person can know that they they've reached this highest stage. Well, you know, there's many ways to there's just like if you're eating a meal, you know if you're full, right? It's like, it's like you don't have to nobody has to tell you um, you're full now. You, you just know because you're full, right? Like you've eaten the meal, right? Hey, how do you so so in the highest stage, we talk about a one of the symptoms is, is that the person has no desire to have to to enjoy the world, to be the enjoyer of the world. He has no desire for the highest pleasures of this world. He doesn't care. They're like just like stool to him. There's no difference between gold and stool to the to the highest yogi, because he's, it's all stool to him. So this is. Call this, in this highest stage, this is one of the symptoms is that the, the person doesn't have any desire for anything material, material worship, material fame, material things, material sensual pleasures. He's above all of it, called a Paramahamsa, he's above all of that. See? So when you're fully enlightened, those are, that's one of the symptoms. Is that you have no desire for material enjoyment, but they have desire, but their only desire is in connection with God, serving God, loving God. Yeah. So, so. This is this is utama adhikar. your pure devotee, highest yogi. Um, so that person is truly enlightened and fully enlightened. But a person is enlightened to the degree that he's, you know. Cause this doesn't happen all at once. It's a gradual thing. Right. Yeah. So. So. It's like peeling off the banana. Yeah. Or or take or, or you know you, you have a a a flower with many many layers of petals, right? So you, peel it one by one, and and you, so you take away the, so the 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 heart is covered with, um, self interest, and uh, desire. My own selfish desire, right? So the mantra, when you sing it, it purifies the heart of this desire. And more and more, I'm able to just like you have a diamond, something is that you have a diamond that's a beautiful diamond, but it's covered by all kinds of hard, crusty shit, right? All kinds of crap. So as you polish the diamond, more and more, the diamond begins to shine. Right? So chanting the mantra is like polishing a diamond in a sense. So. um you know, that's that's the process of yoga. So some people are have a you know perfectly shiny diamond, and some people have some where it's still covered by a bit of a gunk here and there, and some people are so you know their heart is so covered that you can't see the diamond. So there's the the, the love for God is not there at all. No attraction to God, nothing. So um, our process of Bhakti yoga is simply just continually cleansing the diamond. And then more and more, as the diamond becomes cleansed, the heart becomes happy and the heart tastes love for God. you see? That's the process of bhakti yoga.
1: That's how it works. I we not